Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show, where I interview the best thinkers and doers of our time. On TV, the show premieres Sundays at 11.30 Eastern on PBS World and at The Laura Flanders Show YouTube channel. You can join my guests and me every week there in the live viewing party and then catch us all week on public television stations. Prefer to listen? Find us on a radio station near you or subscribe to the free podcast. You'll find listings and ways to subscribe at lauraflanders.org That's also where you'll receive my regular commentaries. I call them the F word. Here's this week's. 23 minutes. That's how long it takes for your brain to refocus after shifting from one task to the next. Check your email, glance at a text, and you'll pay for what's called a switch effect. We've fallen for a mass delusion that our brains can multitask. They can't. Arthur Johan Hari found out researching his latest book. We're paying a price for our stolen ability to focus, he says. And maybe that's one of the reasons we're falling for autocrats and punting on solving the world's grievous problems. Hari's book, Stolen Focus, Why You Can't Pay Attention and How to Think Deeply Again, raises all sorts of good questions like this. The chilling book is just out in paperback. Talk about tech, though, and inevitably some smart aleck will bring up the Luddites. You don't want to stand against progress, that person will say. You don't want to be a Luddite. Well, can we spare a few minutes to focus on Luddites? Read people's historian Peter Leinbaugh or Jacobin writer Peter Fraze. Check out a Smithsonian magazine feature by Clive Thompson, and you'll find that Luddites weren't backward-thinking thugs, but rather skilled craftspeople whose worlds were at stake. Textile workers, spinners, and weavers, before factories came along, they had a pretty good life. Working at home, they had a certain amount of autonomy over their lives. The price for their products was set and published. They could work as much or as little as they liked. Come the early 1800s, war and recession, and machines and factories threatened all of that. The Luddites, a made-up name, didn't stop by breaking machines. They started by making demands of the factory owners to phase in the technology slowly. Of government, some proposed a tax on textiles to fund worker pensions. They called for regulation, relief from the harms, and a fair share of the profits from progress. It was only when they were denied all of that that they started breaking stuff up. Today, the big U.S. social media companies face lawsuits. On January 6th, Seattle Public Schools sued TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and YouTube for their negative impact on students' mental and emotional health. The U.S. Supreme Court is scheduled to hear arguments next month over the protections the tech industry enjoys under law when their algorithms intentionally push potentially harmful content for profit. What would break in the machines look like in our time? I don't know. But if Hari's right, it's not just the quality of our lives that's in danger. It's the state of our minds that's at stake. You can hear my full uncut conversation with Johan Hari, where he talks about Noam Chomsky, the subject of his next book, and a man with no problem with focus, it seems, through a subscription to our free podcast. And watch my scary conversation with Hari about stolen focus at lauraflanders.org. Till the next time, thanks for joining me. I'm Laura.